Hey guys, I want to thank you so much for listening to Investing Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. It means so much to me. And because you guys are listening to the podcast or watching this on uh, YouTube or wherever, I need to thank you by um, giving you guys a free 15-minute call with me. All you have to do is go to www.feelbetterinc.com and you guys can book a free 15-minute call where I will give you an actionable method to help you either grow your podcast, monetize your podcast, or get amazing guests for your podcast. So that's all you have to do as a thank you for listening to the show, you know, being an amazing individual that you are for following me and all that. Uh, but yeah, so uh, the countdown is going to happen any second now. And uh, yeah, just feelbetterinc.com book your free 15 minute call right now so that I can help you and we can see you go to the next level. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the uh, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Well, this is a, a dual episode. We have the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast, but also the podcast series going on right now. I'm, of course, Phil Better, the podcast mogul, and today I have Scott Ayers, the social media lab.live genius scientist with the flaming red hair. I'm, I'm loving the hair. The hair is amazing. Scott, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. I got like I was dancing during they did. That. I saw that. Yeah, I was yeah, watching you dance. I, and I'm like, I love. Oh my God. I love on a live show because I do so much live video. Like I love a good intro and countdown. It just kind of gets your energy. Like I, I've used the same audio pretty much on my countdown timers now for like three years because it's like my. If you think about boxer and MMA fighter. You know, they it's have your, their song yeah, as they your, walk down. It like gets me going. And yeah, so I'm, I like that. That was good. Yeah, uh, it's all, nearly all my shows. Have, well, for now, they're using the same 30-second countdown right. from StreamYard because I, I'm slowly building everything up when I get the time because I'm so busy uh, <laughs> trying to run a business and have many podcasts and not have any free time. Uh, Scott, how about you give you, us an introduction? Explain the flaming red hair because I'm really interested in knowing about that, but more more about yourself and your business. All right, good. It's orange, actually. It's orange. Sorry, but so if anybody's listening later on, you'll 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 know it's orange. But yeah, I, I am known as the uh, the social media content scientist for the Social Media Lab, um, which is um, a blog in the, from Agora Pulse. Agora Pulse is a social media management tool that helps businesses and agencies run all their social media in the one spot for all their clients and all the messages and the the posts and all that sort of stuff all in one little, little spot. And uh, I've been doing it now for about four and a half years. Uh, and about two and a half years ago, I decided we had a little character we created um, that was animated, a little guy. And he had the orange hair because part of our branding for Agora Pulse is orange. And, and uh, so we made this little guy and I decided one day in a meeting and we're, our company's based out of Paris, France. And we, we meet, you know, virtually I showed up dressed up with the hair and a lab coat and uh, everybody just died laughing. Our team was only about 26, 27 at the time. We're about 130 right now. Um, and we're, they're like, that is hilarious. And then we decided like a month later, like, let's just start a live show. And I'm like, what if I dressed up like that? And my boss was like, are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a middle-aged white dude in, from Texas who wears a t-shirt and a ball cap pretty much all the time. You're not going to remember that. You're just not on a live no. video, but you're going to remember this orange hair and a lab coat and a weird background. And so I did it. And the cool thing was, is three months later, 
social media marketing world is like the biggest event in the social media marketing space. And it was in San Diego every year. Of course, they didn't meet last year or this year. They're going to meet again. Actually, yeah, they didn't meet last year. This year, they met in 2020. Uh, they'll meet next year. Uh, the opening keynote, the the guy who's the president of the company in front of 4,000 people shows me on his big screen and mentions the live video show. And I'm walking around with this get up on and everything else is kind of history from there. Um, and so <laughs> now, now you have no choice. You have yeah, to live. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it, if I go to something like I've, I've spoken at, you know, at least a dozen in-person events before all the COVID stuff, of course. And then, you know, so many virtual events, I can't even I can't even count them now at this point. But the in-person events, I would just sometimes go to the bar or, you know, breakfast with just my ball cap on and a hoodie. And nobody knows who I am. And these are people that I've known for years. And then I'll, and then I'll walk by and say, hey. And they're like, who's that? And they're like, oh, wait a minute. That's Scott, you know. And I've even, I've even sat down next to somebody who's a very well-known speaker in our industry. And uh, just said, hey, how you doing, Kim? You know, and she's like, oh, hey. And then I got up and left. And then like five minutes later, I came back down dressed up. And she's like, hey, Scott. I'm like, you know, I sat next to you a few minutes ago. Uh, and she had no clue. So, yeah, so it's kind of become a branding thing. I think that's important, though. If you have branding, whatever your branding is, this is free advice. You know, figure out something that's it, it's a pattern interrupt, whether it's an audio pattern interrupt or a video pattern interrupt, something that like you right now in your live on your on your behind you, you've got Mickey Mouse, you've got some kind of jersey going on behind you. And I think was that Humphrey Bogart or somebody behind you in the other picture? No, it's Sean Connery. Oh, Sean so, Connery. I only saw a, a tip of so yeah, it's yeah. a 007 going on. And so I mean, stuff like that catches people's attention, and that's the whole point of, of this this getup that I have. So what we do though is we do we do attempt to our best. Um, we attempt to bust the myths, the rumors, and the stories of social media marketing using data. Uh, and we've we even you know we've been going up four and a half years, like I said. We've in, we invest at least 15000 a month, you know, mixed up between different things um, to try to figure this out. That way, the regular Joes and Janes of the world, you know, don't have to like lose just, money. Yeah. They, you know, so, hey, let us lose money. <laughs> and, and, and then we'll, we'll report it back and go, don't do that. Do this. And, and that's typically uh, what we do. So it's, it's, it's an interesting job that we kind of created out of the blue uh, or out of the orange, I should say. Um, <laughs> And uh, it's it's been a fun experiment. I mean, I, I get to dress up like this all the time. And, you know, I live in a very small town in Texas. I mean, nobody knows what I do for a living. I thought <laughs> about walking around my town or showing up from like a kid's event dressed up like this or at church. You should do it for Halloween. Yeah. I, yeah, Halloween. I, yeah. Halloween. I, that's a good idea. I haven't I mean, done that. Because, I mean, for me, it's my everyday attire, you know. Yeah. Um, but everybody else would be like, oh, hey, mad scientist. You know, they probably think, well, here's what happens. Like, and I do this now when I, when I give public speeches is the first myth I bust is no, I'm not a troll doll. That's, that's the first one. <laughs> Makes sense. It's a, I, it's a safe assumption. Right. And it, cause I, I, I always show a hair, orange haired, naked troll doll. Uh, and then two, I'm not syndrome from the Incredibles. Oh, if thank God for kid, that. Thank if you have for... kids, you kind of know what that looks oh, like. Of course. Um, and then in three, I'm not Beaker from the Muppets. Uh, although I'm very, very close to Beaker from the Muppets because he's got orange hair. He's got a lab coat. He runs around, you know, me, 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 me. Yeah, you're very uh, close for me, bro. I, I was like, who could it be? Yeah. And so that's a celebrity. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> and so it's fun to kind of break this. I mean, it'd be fun. Like I've walked around. I remember the first time I showed it, like the social media marketing world event in 2019. 
I showed up and I was in the Marriott Hotel in downtown San Diego, really high end hotel. People all in suits and ties, and here I am walking down the you know the lobby like this. And this little this family, these were two little kids. They couldn't have been four or five years old, somewhere around there. They're like, "Mommy, mommy, it's syndrome," <laughs> and uh, from the Incredibles. And so they're like, "Can we take a picture with you?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's just I'm posing for pictures for these little kids, thinking I was syndrome, which was oh, uh, that, that's an amazing memory to have." Oh, it was satisfying. I'm like, "This is hilarious." And I'm walking by restaurants, and people are are pointing at me as I walk by. And so it was like, "All right, I'm just this is what I am now." And <laughs> Uh, and I, I literally have like six wigs um, that I could change in and out. So I remember I have a bigger one than the one I'm wearing now Jesus. that I actually, I actually wear on stage. Um, it's up in the my shelf over here. But in camera, it doesn't show up well. It's, it actually goes out of camera. I have to lower my desk or sit real <laughs> low. Um, and so I only wear it on stage. Uh, and this is the one I wear in live video because um, it shows up and you know it fits in here, the screen pretty well. Enough so, about me. Let's get back to what we want to talk about today. So I, I'm still mystified that a random, you just decide, hey, what the hell, walked in, yeah, yeah. dressed like this, created a, a new position, a new job for you, and a new opportunity, because were you giving speeches before you were the uh, mad scientist? No, I mean, I had worked for two other um, SaaS companies. Uh, in, in the social media management space, one of them was a company called Hubsy. Uh, we had a product that created like custom tabs on Facebook pages, which got killed at one point by Facebook. So the, the company went belly up, literally, yeah. <laughs> uh, over, overnight, like, ah, we're done. Um, and then I worked for another company called Post Planner, which is a scheduling tool. Uh, and I worked there about three and a half years. So I was known in the blogging space and podcasting space because I'd done a lot of that over the years. I'd even co-authored a book. Uh, Facebook all-in-one for dummies, uh, which was an interesting, daunting process. Um, but I'd never had spoken, though. But after, you know, we we started the, the lab, we started to get some notoriety. And then once I showed up like this on screen, it, it's it, it's hard for an event person to not book me. Uh, <laughs> because it's memorable. Like, I tell them, I'm like, I will be the guy who shows up in most posts because people want to take pictures with me as, as, as arrogant as that might sound. Um, it's like, it's, you don't get to see a guy six foot tall, 270 pound dude walking around with a giant orange, orange hair and a lab yeah. coat on, uh, very often, especially at business events. Uh, mm. so I stand out like a sore thumb. Uh, and so I, I, every time, every time I've gone to anything, I mean, I, I feel like if you, I don't know if you have kids or not, but, Toy Story. There's one one of the Toy Stories at the end of it. And I've watched them millions of times, even before I had kids. Um, and Barbie's like, "Hello, good boy, good boy." You know, I can't stop smiling. You know, like our face was stuck. Like I feel like that sometimes after an event because I'm just it's just all day selfies. But for me, that's I can't pay for that. It's oh. there's so much value in it, and boom, Branny, especially if they tag us in their post. And they know, boom, orange hair, boom, lab, boom, Agora Pulse. Let's go check them out. Uh, we, I remember our CEO after that first time we did the big event. And I even put, like, I have a little skeleton sitting next to me who's got yeah. the orange wig on. I call him Tom from MySpace. He's the dead social media account uh, pro, you know, platform. And uh, he put on a wig just like that. It was a little smaller version of this one. And he walked around with it. And we went to, we went to a couple of sessions. And when the day the, the event was over, he looked at me and said, we could not have 
spent any, there's no amount of money we could have spent that would have did what you just did in two days. Uh, because the branding just, it was immediately just cemented. Um, and everybody makes that correlation now. So it's, 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 it's interesting. It's daunting at the same time, because now you're like, when you're you're the face of the company, you're the main face of the company. You got to be very careful what you say and do, uh, on social media. Uh, and you know, I know it kind of revolves around me to some degree. So that's a little bit weird at the time. Uh, sometimes I just want to be that, you know, recluse and leave me alone. Let me write my stuff. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's fun though. And, and it really does. It's an icebreaker. Uh, now I'm very comfortable walking up on the stage and I'm having finally after a year and a half of no events, I've got some events coming up, um, to go speak on stage again. And so I'm re- I'm looking forward to, to that and the butterflies that'll happen and everything else. Um, uh, but it's reckoned people will remember it and it shows up in pictures, um, and so, yeah, so think of what, whatever, it doesn't have to be just, this insane, but I like, there's somebody, Phil, Phil Gerbishak, who's a, uh, a sales coach. Uh, he has different colored glasses that he wears. He wears a lot of orange ones too, but they stand out like crazy on video and yeah. or on state. And people remember that he's like, he's a guy with the, the goofy glasses. It could be something little, maybe you're a bow tie guy, maybe Dustin's- like Bill Nye. Yeah, Dustin Stout, who's a marketer friend of mine, he always wears red shirts. Um, you know, so there's find your thing, um, whether it's an audio thing if you're a podcaster or a video thing, and just run with it, and eventually people will start to make that brand correlation. And it may take ten touch points, you know, before they they get it. But after you get that, I mean, they'll they'll trust you like crazy uh, because of that. No, oh, I, I, just, I, I'm still amazed that a, a, a kind of a joke turned into this yeah. now, yeah. like brand, like oh, yeah. cemented deal with you. Um, going into uh your Agro Plus, uh, the the company that you work uh-huh. for, Agora Post. Yeah. Sorry, Pulse. Pulse. Um, what what do they do? Like, what? How can they help? Let's say a podcaster. So let's go into the podcaster world mm-hmm. since we're going to be uh, generating towards podcasters, and you have a podcast. What can that do to help build a podcast or help a podcaster alleviate some of the pressures they have? Yeah, I mean, our our main goal is to help you manage all of your social media in one place, so you don't have to log in to Instagram, to Facebook, to Twitter, to YouTube, to LinkedIn, and you know, schedule content or manage comments or replies or are those sort of things. So that's, that's the, the, the surface level of it. Um, is it least it does that for you in one spot, but then from there, there's also listening tools, which I think for a podcaster could be intriguing to play around with. Um, so let's say you are a realtor in Scottsdale, Arizona, just randomly picking that, you know, I've never mm-hmm. been to Scottsdale, um, but I heard somebody say Scottsdale on, on a video this morning. So it's in my <laughs> head, um, but you could do it. You could set up a listening and, you know, f- search inside of our tool, you know, for, you know, like buying a home, Scottsdale or just Scottsdale, Arizona or moving to Scottsdale, whatever you, you decide how you want to set it up. And then every time someone tweets that or, or posts about it somewhere, you'll get a, you, you'll be able to see it and you can reply and offer your services to them. Um, and offer your, your advice. So I used to use something similar to this. I used to, in a, in a life, you know, long before social media and, and wigs, um, uh, I ran a, a car shipping business. Um, I shipped cars around the globe. I was an auto shipping broker. 
Um, and so a middleman between the, the people who are buying cars on eBay and stuff like that. Um, and then shipping them, you know, and then using, getting carriers to ship them. And I would, I use a listening tool similar to this. Agora Pulse is only, t- we're 10 years old now, uh, okay. last, as the last month. Um, but I, the, the, I would, I would go in and I would search for buying a car, you know, bought a car, you know, moving across country. And boy, I would get myself in the middle of every one of those tweets and say, Hey, I can help you out. Here's some, here's a, here's a website to go get a quote, something like that. So for a podcaster, I would think you could use that listening to, to find topics that are similar to yours that you can kind of, you know, nicely don't be a spammer by any means, but say, you know, someone's struggling with a topic. Hey, you know, I recorded a podcast on this recently. I interviewed Phil and we talked about how to invest in your podcast here. Check this out. You know, here's a link. And so the listening side of it is probably underutilized uh, by a lot of people. But I think for a podcaster, that would be a great thing to to play around and get yourself in front of other people. Uh, yeah, because really it, it does all the work for you because you can put in if your ideal listener, like let's say we're talking, uh, if you have a podcast about growing your email list, right. you can just put email list growth and you can go and say, hey, I can here's an you can answer those questions without even spamming your link. But then you have that opportunity to connect with those individuals because yeah. you're answering their questions. Yeah, My God, could- that's. That's like a, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's so much power and it could just be, maybe you don't say, maybe you don't give them a link on the first time. It's just, you, you add your own comment to it and go follow them and you create a relationship. You know, don't be that guy, you know, all the time. Oh, the spammers. Um, I hate those spammers. Yeah. It's like people, you know, the old business, you, you show up to networking events and they're always, just and they're just, everybody's handing you a card and you're like, card. Uh, in front of you. And then you leave it and you got this wad of business cards. Like, I'm never going to look at these and you throw them away. Uh, I used to do that because I was in car sales too. And oh man, I get so many of them. I'm like, I'm never going to look at these. But, but you, the listening tool is a great feature. And also, like, if you collaborate with others for content, so, and, and we really do gear ourselves primarily to like the social media managers, but small businesses use it as well. Um, if you collaborate with people, um, being able to, hey, you know, Bob, here's, Here's these comments from Instagram. You take care of that. Oh, we got a support question. Let's send that to support. Oh, this is a, uh, a billing question. So I tagged the person who's in charge of billing. There's all different kinds of things you can do inside of there. More than I could probably explain in a podcast. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm just looking over at all the amazing stuff that you guys have. And it's, oh my God, it's so great. The yeah. new branding is pretty fun too. We got some little animated fun characters and stuff on there, which is the little airplane guy and the guy with the, bin- the little binocular dude is like my favorite ones. <laughs> yeah, it kind of reminds me. We uh, I interviewed uh, Danko uh, Demirkov uh, from a Buzz uh, Buzz B uh, Social Media Solutions, and he all his his characters are bees. Oh yeah. Love that. You branded it with bees and that. So I love how, and all the, all the titles have a bee in it. So the head bee of this, the head bee of that. Yeah. So I, I love what you do. I, I used to have a back in the day when I was with, before I was with the very first software company I was with. And then I, I stuck around with it for a little bit. I had a, uh, a website and a service site and I did a podcast as well. Uh, it was called a uh, pimp my fan page. Uh, and I was known as a fan page pimp. And uh, so I, on videos, I, I always like dressing up, evidently. Uh, I wore a big purple pimp hat that you'd buy for like Halloween and big purple sunglasses. And I had all these characters that I had created, little animated guys. 
And one of them was, you know, the, the baby pimp. That was like the small package. And we had the junior pimp and the big daddy pimp. And, you know, it, it was all the, I, I based all my packages around that. And they wore like necklace, big gold chain necklaces with like Twitter on it or Facebook on it. And uh, it was the God, best. It's genius. And, and people love and It really caught the, it caught the attention of the company that hired me. I, Cause I was doing on the side just for fun. I didn't know anything about marketing. This is 11, 12 years ago. And uh, I didn't know anything about social media at the time. I was just doing stuff for myself. And I did it on the side because I had a lot of downtime in the car shipping business, you know, because you'd get a deal. And then, it, you know, it might be weeks before you actually moved their car. And, you know, so there's a lot of just, unless the phone was ringing or leads were coming in, sometimes you had a lot of downtime. So, like, I'll start learning about this and I'll start a podcast. I'll start a blog. I'll start offering services. And then more and more people came after me. And I went, oh, this is interesting. And, and this company said, Hey, you know more about our app than we do. Can you, can we hire you to write it for us and do videos? I'm like, people get paid to do this. And, <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And then it got paid pretty well. And then, so eventually I, I ended up closing that business and, and doing social media full time. Um, and eventually retired the pimp. Um, <laughs> you know, cause my wife was happy that I retired the, the pimp. I could understand. Um, I could understand. Thing. It, yeah. I didn't really fit my personal life very well. <laughs> Um, but it was, you know, it was, it was, it was catchy though. And that's, uh, that's the whole point. Like the B thing is so catchy. Um, anything you can do is catchy. And again, like you said, you just, you just, you just kind of proved my earlier point that if it stands out, you remember it, Yeah. you know, you, you may not buy from them right now, but you'll remember that later. Um, and, and that's, that's the important side of it is it's names. It's, it's, it's audio stuff on podcasts that kind of catch your attention. Um, like jing some some people's opening jingles, you get so used to them and you get excited about them. They come on. I think of uh, Neil Patel and, and uh, Eric Sue's marketing school yes. podcast. I know that audio and that intro. I've listened to it a thousand times, and you know I know who it is. Anybody else tried to copy that? I know it, uh, but I know them. You know, marketingschool.io. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's a big part of branding. I think. No, and, and branding is important for both a business and a podcast because oh, yeah. for you, you have, you're doing both. You have your podcast, which is you dealing with the lab and you have this character that you portray. Yes, it's you, but when you're on stage, it's a little up. It's a 211. Right. And, but people, like you said, people remember that. Like people are going to remember the orange hair, the orange hair. Oh, that's a agro. Let's go there. They have some great stuff. Like I'm I'm on your website now checking it out and it, it it looks like it's a great stuff. Like you have the free version for, you know, beginners, you know, just starting so that they people can learn. And obviously as they grow and they can get that money, they can move up to the bigger, bigger right. stuff. Um what's next? What's next for the scientists? Man, I don't I don't know. We're you know, it's an interesting phase for us. You know, we we've been doing I've been doing experience writing about the experiments now for four years. Uh, and so I've gotten this phase where like organics test, it's hard to do a lot more because <laughs> I've tested all these weird little things like how many hashtags work on this? Do emojis matter or not? How long should your post be? Where should you put this? What type of post? So I'm really in an interesting phase now where I'm retesting a lot of things that I wrote about three years ago um, to oh. see how the algorithms have changed. Um, and surprisingly, for the most part, they haven't really changed as much as people think they do or blame them for changing. So that's, that's a big part of what I do right now. And I'm also excited about here soon. We're very, very close, uh, probably sometime mid September uh, of this year, after four and a half years of, of begging my product team 
at Agora Pulse, we're, we're going to be able to look at the aggregated data from our users um, and then write about that data without ever exposing who they are or anything. It's just more of like, we here we go, boom, I got 5 million posts, and I can tell you what the best time of day is to post and the best kind of content to post and how many hashtags work best and, you know, so using instead of just having so instead of having to test it manually and on smaller accounts and on a smaller scale, which is fun to do because that really because yeah. what I still probably will continue to test them, but I like the testing because it, you know I can look at these big what I call data dumps mm-hmm. uh, and like BuzzSumo, which I love BuzzSumo. They'll they'll come out. We looked at fifty million posts, but I mean that's a lot of posts. But what does that help the shoe shop in the corner? You know. Um, but I, I like to look at the big stuff and then go test that to see if it actually works in my real world accounts. Um, so I'll still do that. But these huge numbers, though, take us to like, you know, let's, let's say we're at level like level seven. Now we're at level 10 because yeah. now now we have these huge pieces of data to, you know, confidently say here is the best time based on five million posts over three months. You know, in this, and even then we can even drill down by industry too. Um, and then so, you can bring that and then you can test the theories and double oh, test yeah. them on smaller yeah. accounts. And you can go, we're going to build this shoe shop, an imaginary shoe right. shop company, you know, from zero to let's say a thousand by using the same strategies that right. this other company and see if we can replicate. It. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm excited. I mean, it's been like, I've, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and finally we, we got some, because our, we didn't build the app in the beginning yeah. to, to do that. Um, it was all about the user. And so we never had any connection to go in and pull and aggregate. Um, and it's, it took one of our interns actually in, in France spent months and months and months building a system to do it. And then he, he built it so well that we moved him from internship to September full-time. 1st. He's full time. There we uh, go. And he's working on all this data and a couple other data pieces as well. Um, but that, that'll change stuff for me because then I can, I can do webinars. I can do podcasts. I can do events. I can do blog posts. All in this data that I, literally with a click of a button, I can pull up and then just start doing it. Instead of like one test I'm working on right now, uh, six weeks, you know, start to finish just the test. And then I've got to write, pull the data, and then I've got to write about it. And so it's a sometimes it's two or three months, and the algorithm can change quickly, um, especially Instagram. If you're looking at Instagram, that one changes faster than any of them out there. Um, and so, so I go from like a two or three month, you know, process, and really like I get bored with it sometimes. Yeah, I can only <laughs> it's imagine. Three months later, I'm like, oh, people have moved on. Um, but now I can literally with the push of a button here coming a few a week or so from now. And I can look at three months average of all these different things. And so I, I'm stoked about that because that takes things to a whole different level. Um, and so I think for, you know, how you would apply that if somebody's listening is like find ways to take what you're doing to the next level. Maybe you're just a podcast you're doing talking about fantasy football. Uh, and I'm a big fantasy football player in the U S and, you know, I love the NFL. surprise. Someone from Texas is, I know, a, I know fantasy football know. fan. Mm. The Dallas Cowboys are my favorite. I, I literally, I know you can't see it, but I've got their logo tattooed on my shoulder. Uh, I, I, I bleed, you know, silver and blue from the Cowboys, but I mean, let's say you're, you're, you're a fantasy football podcast. That's just for fun, but you start to get some notoriety. How do you level up? Well, you, you, you provide better data. 
you know, you, you give you, maybe you go from, you know, once every week to twice a week, maybe you find other experts to interview. Maybe you find a former player to interview. You know, there's things like that, that you can, you can find once the ball starts to roll, you go, okay, I can up my game a little bit um, and take the same because everybody's going to get bored with the same thing. Yeah. You know, after a while, that's all you've done in podcast. Your podcast is the same shtick over and over and over. Eventually it's white noise. Um, so you've got to kind of mix it up. Even, even the most popular podcasters out there will, will constantly change their, their bits, you know, up a little bit and move things around, but still with the same branding. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's super important. This has just been a masterclass. I love it. I I've <laughs> loved it. No, it, it's, it's true because I'm doing mini tests on my own. Right. Right. For podcasters on my other show and sharing knowledge and like what I'm learning, you're doing the same thing from a marketing standpoint. And the fact that you've just gotten this huge data dump that yeah. you'll be able to play with for me, I'm excited because I always like science, but like, science that deals with like real science like the like the the things that can change the world type of science it's like no that's way that's way (laughs) this is more fun because it's for me it's like this impacts something that i'm passionate about which is podcasting like you have all this data and social media and podcasting go hand in hand like if you don't have social media it's harder to grow your podcast and if you have social media uh, if you have podcasting with social media your social media grows even faster because you have like more avenues to get people to listen so knowing that you have this data dump that's going to be coming and you'll be able to share like, oh, so by the way, on Instagram on Tuesdays, 3.15 p.m. Right. for shoes is the best time to post. Right. And it's like, well, now I can just tell every podcaster that does shoes, you know, post something at this time. Exactly. And, and so, you know, we can look at, you know, store Instagram stories versus IGTV or reels or, or those kind. how do you drive traffic to a podcast? You know, are people clicking on the link in bio sort of thing? Um, you know, so there's lots of little things there. And I, what I, what I'd love for like to just a side note, and I haven't really done an official test on this, but you know, Instagram's a tough one for podcasters, especially because there's no links anywhere except that one in your bio. Yeah. Um, but if, if you're putting your podcast should be, you know, you take, you go to Spotify You've got the Spotify app on your phone and you go share your, your latest podcast over to Instagram stories. It'll link back to your Spotify. So even if you don't have the 10,000 follower crap that you have to have to have links, if you got a hundred followers, you, you, you share your, your audio podcast and it just shows a, it'll show a card basically with the title. Yeah. Um, you share that as a story. People can click on it and go over to Spotify and listen to you. Um, so it's a great way to kind of, maybe get more listeners over to your podcast, even though you don't have the 10,000 followers to get the link in your stories. Um, and you don't, you don't have to pay for it, anything like that. So like a sneaky way to kind of come that. in there. Same thing with IGTV, like IGTV, as long as they're at least, I think they got to be a minute and a half. Um, I'll do like little, you can just, it can just be audio, but it can be videos better. But if, you know, if you just do like a little vertical video, of your podcast and post it to IGTV, which then posts to your main Instagram account, which then you can also share to your stories. But in your IGTV description, you're allowed to put a link. So you can put a, you know, you can put a snippet from your podcast, like a great part of it. And if you want to, you know, listen to more, click here and send them over to Apple, you know, or wherever else you want to send them to or Sounder or Libsyn or whatever you use for your hosting. 
Um, so lots of cool things for podcasters that, you know, people don't pay attention to enough, but it will be able to look, are people clicking on those links? You know, does that drive traffic or not? Or is it an absolute waste of time? Um, and sometimes I'm like, crap, I hope I wanted this to do really well. <laughs> it didn't, you know, that's, that's the hardest part. Like my, I do hypothesis. I did the old scientific method yeah. and, and which is like 10th grade biology class for me. And probably if I were to go, I would be interested to go back and look, I think we're 120 experiments in like how I, I would guess my hypothesis would be, I'm probably wrong 60% of the time. Um, and, and it's like, crap, now I've got to admit I'm wrong. Um, and, and that's, that's okay. You know, because that's how what we learn. I, what I would be interested in is having other podcasters try and replicate right. your failed experiments to yeah. see yeah. whether or not it's because it's in the the niche that you're in or the that's, genre. Right. And that's a good point. And that's the one thing we try to do on most of our t- It's hard. Yeah. Instagram's easier for me to do across multiple uh, accounts. Domain. Yeah. Uh, like we always say we want to test across the multiple accounts, across multiple industries. So we're testing the, the algorithm versus the audience because the audience can be so different. Uh, Instagram's the easiest. I've got 10 Instagram accounts that I play around with um, that are, most of them are entertainment wise. Like I've got a motorcycle one. I've got a fitness account. I've got, you know, just like happy quotes. I've got one. And these like, are all Instagram accounts that you personally or the company has I, I personally have grown. Uh, and some of them are in thousands and thousands of followers. Uh, one of them's like cute animals, you know, just fun stuff. One of them's Bigfoot. I'm a big Bigfoot fan. You can see over here above me his feet. Yeah, uh, I, I can see a bit of big, a, Bigfoot. I have a big, I have a Bigfoot character above me. I, I like to have shown his feet because it's kind of funny. People wonder what that is, but they're entertainment bases. But in the, in the end, though, I can. They're different. In, they're not the same, you know, followers at all. Yeah. Uh, and so if I, the bad thing most people do. And this is this is the really bad in the social media industry, is they'll they'll do something on their account, and like I know one example, it, this huge marketer who had like half a million Twitter followers at the time, Periscope launch, which Periscope is dead now, but yeah. Periscope was live video on on Twitter, which now they still have live video on Twitter, um, but Periscope launched, and so she launched a Periscope account and got tens of thousands of viewers on her Periscope. And so she's telling everybody and their dog to start a Periscope account. You're going to get, you know, have all the success selling, selling, uh, you know, these little $49 courses of how to market on Periscope, how to do Periscope, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, if you're a person out there with like, you know, 600 followers, it's crickets. Nobody's going to watch you. And, but they did, you know, that person took advantage and leveraged, you know, her notoriety, uh, you know, kudos to them. I mean, it's, you know, I'm all about, you know, capitalism, um, uh, <laughs> makes the know. world go round, right? I mean, it does, but it, it, it really like a lot of people failed though, because they didn't see this happen. Now, if, now if we had gone and say, all right, let's look at 10 different people who launched a Twitter from Twitter, launched a Periscope account. Here's what happened. That would have been a more fair comparison. Um, and so you got to take a lot of the stuff you read out there with a grain of salt. Um, that's why I do to some degree like the huge data pieces because it's going across so many industries and so many accounts that you, you get a better idea, uh, as long as the data is pure and they're, they're considering everything that's involved. Like you wouldn't consider, want to consider dead pages or, you know, spammy pages, stuff like that. But, um, 
so t- when you, if you're testing on your own, it's good to test, but also know that your niche is, is specific to you. Your audience yeah. is specific to you. So you might get different results than I get, you know, on say a Bigfoot podcast, uh, which I do have a Bigfoot Facebook page and Instagram account, which is in a group, um, which is, I should, <laughs> I've been joking about starting a live show on a podcast with it for years. And I just you should. haven't done it. Just live. It, it, look, so I want to, I, I want to get like a Bigfoot like costume and put it on. Okay. Yeah. You need the costume first or yeah. at least, at least a, a, a mannequin dressed as him. Right. There, there's a, there's a dude that goes by sax squatch with an X sax, like saxophone sax squatch. You'll have to look him up and he dresses up full Bigfoot and he does live streaming of him playing saxophone and doing concerts. And now he's booked all around the country and he's a phenomenal saxophone player. I don't know who he is, what his background was, but sax squatch is like so popular. Now he's getting booked at events in person to play. And it's like, it's gimmicky, but the dude's making a living off of it. People uh, love it because it, it it's yeah. fun. It's harking back to being a child and having some right. fun with the you know you know Spider Man showing up or a clown showing up at your birthday. Like everybody <laughs> loves a little gimmicky thing and throwback right. back then. Um, Scott, we are coming to the end, yeah. which I'm hating because I'm having so much fun talking with the scientist behind social media. Science, yeah, right. It's the fun <laughs> science, not the oh my god, I'm cutting open a bird. Um, no one wants to do that <laughs> science anymore. Uh, we're older and wiser, somewhat. Mm-hmm. Or, but we still get to dress up because no one right. can tell us how to be an adult. Um, right. Scott, I'm going to jump off the screen. I'm going to let you tell my audience uh, where they can find both yourself, uh, the podcast, the business, everything, because I think it's a worthwhile place to check out. And I'm definitely going to do my own little experiment on it uh, in the coming weeks. <laughs> yeah, you can find everything I'm doing. The quick way to get over to it is we have a quick shortened URL. It forwards over to our website, socialmedialab.live. We'll take you over to the social media lab. I always say we have like a room on the in the house on Agora Pulse's website. But there you'll see all of our experiments. You'll see all of our interviews. I do have two podcasts actually for the lab. One of them is the social media lab, which is just our experiments. Uh, and we only publish that once or twice a month. Um, and then we have the social media lab live podcast, which is usually once a week, depending on if I take a week off or not, uh, where I take, I do a live show every Wednesdays. Um, and I take those interviews and I cut them up into a podcast, uh, over there. So running two podcasts, um, and I have a third on the way probably be yeah, a social media lab dot live is where you can find everything. You can also grab a free trial of Agora pulse uh, on one of the buttons on that website. Excellent. Thank you so much. I just spent the, the last like time you were talking, listening, but also adding you on every social media that I could <laughs> yeah, find. Social media lab, you, you know, you'll find us there on all the socials. If you, if you search, look for the orange hair, it's hard to miss us. Um, there are some other social media labs out there, but they're dead on Twitter. Uh, so look for the orange hair, look for the, the live and vibrant orange hair right. um scott i want to thank you so much for spending the last 30, 40 minutes with us yeah. sharing your stories telling us how you're testing everything you're being the scientist so that we can learn how to be a better business owner or be better in social media so i want to thank you so much for that everybody the links f- to reach out to scott for agro uh i, I want to say agrophobia for some reason every <laughs> time a, I- agora pulse agora, agora pulse, pulse um 
the show notes will have it. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you check out the, his podcast because he is giving you guys actionable advice to help you grow not only your business, but if you're a podcaster, you can use these same techniques to grow your podcast on social media. I want to say thank you again for listening. And remember, guys, to invest in yourself because it's the only way you'll grow. Yeah.